And with regard to the next matter, we'll just take one, one more point here, which is two pages, continuation. But this issue continues for a while because the importance of this issue of rulership and obedience to the rulers. And Imam Abba Bahari, he talks at some length about this issue because it's of great importance. So the next point he brings on the same topic, point number 28, that he, rahimahullah, he said, وَالْخِلَافَةُ فِي قُرَيْشِ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْزِلَ عِيسَى بْنُ مَرْيَمَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ He said, and Khilafa, the Caliphate, remains within the Quraysh until Isa ibn Maryam alayhi salatu wassalam, may Allah extol him and grant him peace and security, descends. Khilafa will remain within Quraysh until Isa ibn Maryam alayhi salatu wassalam descends. And at the end of time, continue until then. Shaykh Fazan, hafizullah, he said in explanation, if there is contention between more than one person, or if more than one person contends for the rulership, more than one person contends about who is going to take over the leadership, rulership, and each one of them is fitting for rulership, then precedence is given to the person of Quraysh, to the Qurayshi, to the person who is from the tribe of Quraysh, because of his special quality over others. Because of his, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, saying, Al-a'immatu min Quraysh. The rulers are from the Quraysh. In a footnote, they mentioned that this hadith is reported by Tayyarisi in his Musnad, Imam Ahmad in his Musnad, and Al-Nasai in his Sunan Al-Kubra, his large Sunan, and by Ibn Abi Asim in his book As-Sunnah, and Abu Ya'la in his Musnad, and Al-Bayhaqi in As-Sunan Al-Kubra, and it was declared authentic by Abdiyah in his book Al-Mukhtara. Abdiyah, he wrote this book Al-Mukhtara, which included just those hadith that according to him were authentic. And his, they reached up to his standards being authentic. As a side point here, then Shaykh Rabbani mentioned this hadith, and it's a hadith of Anas ibn Malik, radiallahu anhu. And the narration of Ibn Abi Asim, it mentions from Anas ibn Malik, he said, Allah's Messenger وسلم, came to us whilst we were in the house of a man from the Ansar. So he took hold of the two doorposts and he said, Al-A'immatu min Quraysh. The rulers are from Quraysh. Shaykh Albani said, with regard to this narration, it is a hadith from Sahih, a hadith that is authentic. The hadith got a number of different chains of narration. And Shaykh Abbas said the hadith is sahih, authentic. Then Shaykh Abbas mentioned the second narration. He said, and his saying, Qaddimu Qurayshan, wala tataqaddamu, wala tataqaddamuha. Qaddimu Qurayshan, wala tataqaddamuha. Give precedence to Quraysh, and do not give, do not give precedence to anyone else. Do not give precedence to yourselves over them. Give precedence to Quraysh and do not give precedence to yourselves over them. In a footnote, they mention this is also reported by Ibn Abi Asim in his book As Sunnah and Al Tabarani in Al Mu'jimun Kabir, as occurs in the book Majma' al Zawa'id. 
Majma'ul-Zawaid, a book that includes the explanations outside the six books, explanations of the books of Tabarani, Rabu Ya'la, and the Musa'ad Imam Ahmad, and other books in addition, books that are additional to the hadith in the six books. And Haytham is Majma'ul-Zawaid. So this hadith is included there. And this hadith is a hadith of Abdullah ibn al-Sa'ib, radiyallahu anhumah, and declared Sahih, authentic by Shaykh al-Rabani, in Sahih al-Jami'ah. Shaykh Razan said, I've mentioned these two hadith. So if the man of Quraysh is salih, is righteous, and contention occurs with regard to who will take charge, then the man of Quraysh is given precedence. Because of the fact that the Messenger وسلم, gave that instruction. And because the companions, when Allah's Messenger وسلم, passed away, and when the Ansar, the Muslims of Medina, said, There should be a leader from us and a leader from you. They said it uh, with regard to the, the Ansar, said with regard to themselves and with regard to the, the Muhajireen. They said, There should be a leader from us and a leader from you. Then Abu Bakr anhu, said to them, إِنَّ الْعَرَبَ لَا تُجِينُ لِهَذَا الْعَمَرِ إِلَّا لِهَذَا الْحَيِّ مِنْ قُرَيْشِ Abu Bakr responded, The Arabs, and the Arabs in general, they will not submit regarding this affair except to this party of Quraysh, except to this group of Quraysh. In a footnote, they mention this is reported, this occurs in the Sahih of Al-Bukhari. You'll find it there as part of a long hadith of Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhuna, hadith number 6830. With the wording, And this will be, they will not recognize, they will not accept and recognize this affair except for this, these people of Quraysh. Shaykh Fazan said, So therefore they gave the pledge, they gave the bayah, they gave the pledge allegiance to Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu anhu and then after him to Umar and after him to Uthman and after him to Ali and after him to Muawiyah and after him to Banu Umayyah and after them to Banu Abbas and all of them were from Quraysh and all the ones that have just been listed there they're all from Quraysh then he said however if the matter is completed and concluded, somebody is appointed as the leader, concluded, finished, end of the matter, he is the leader now, he is the ruler, then obedience becomes binding, even if he is not a, a man of Quraysh, a Qurayshi man, even if he is not the man of Quraysh, or if the man of Quraysh is not suitable for rulership, for the mere fact that he is from Quraysh, the tribe of Quraysh does not automatically give him the right to rulership unless, along with being from the Quraysh, he is a righteous man and there is not already an established ruler. Then Shaykh Razan said, finishing the section, he's saying, إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَنْزِلَ عِيسَى بُمَرْيَمْ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ this will be the case of leadership will remain with Quraysh until Isa ibn Maryam alayhi salatu wasalam descends. He said, this 
Shaykh Razan said this is an indication of the fact that Isa when he descends he will descend and the ruler of the Muslims the ruler of the Muslims will be Muhammad ibn Abdullah al-Mahdi who will be from the family of al-Hasan ibn Ali ibn Abi Talib so this shows that the last of the rulers will indeed be from Quraysh and the first of them was from Quraysh and he was Abu Bakr and this is what is implemented as far as possible. The ruler over the Muslims, ruler over the, over the Muslims, is from Quraysh. So this is what is implemented as far as possible. And if someone is found from Quraysh, well, he said, if someone, if no one is found, rather, if no one is found from Quraysh. <coughs> This does not mean that leadership passes away. Or if someone who is not from the Quraysh establishes the firm, he becomes the leader. And the person is suitable. It doesn't mean that we remove him and we say, you are not suitable for it. You're not from Quraysh. So when somebody becomes the leader of the Muslims, he's not from Quraysh. But he's suitable for leadership, not from Quraysh. And we don't say, we try and remove him and say, no, you're not suitable. Shaykh Razan said, so it is obligatory to have awareness of these matters. Finally, by Shaykh Razan, Habibullah, ends explanation of this point, just briefly with regard to the explanation of Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi, then he said on this point, and Khilafah is within the Quraysh until Isa ibn Maryam descends. And there occurs in that regard the hadith reported by Ahmad وَالْخِلَافَةُ فِي Quraysh. The Khilafah is to be in the Quraysh However, this is to be taken to refer to Khilafah where there is a choice In Khilafah where there is a choice you can, we can choose, there is a choice who is going to be chosen as the leader This is where the hadith applies But as for where there is a man who fights the people with those who are along with him and he gains ascendancy, he gains authority, and the people submit to him after he has overcome, then it is obligatory to obey him, whether he is from Quraysh or whether he is not other than from the Quraysh. Whether he is righteous or whether he is sinful. This is the aqidah, the creed and belief of the Ahmad Sunnah wal Jama'ah, who hold the obligation of that, obedience in that case. And that it is not permissible for anyone to rebel against him after the affair is settled for him. I mean, he's the ruler now, it's settled. And there is, there is, it's settled and secure for him, even if he is wicked, sinful or wicked. I mean, sinful or committing acts, open acts of sin. Then it's still obligatory to obey. And the proofs for that have already proceeded. From them is the hadith of Abu Sa'id al Khudri, which preceded. And from them, the hadith of Urfuja, with the wording, whoever comes to you when your affair is united, intending to split your unity and to separate your united body, then kill him, whoever it may be. The Shaykh said, so it is obligatory to hold this as creed and belief and to act upon it. And Allah is the one who grants success. <coughs>